welcome, welcome, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host. Oh, God. I am your host, Rob Zakari. This is Rob Zakari Show. It is March 1st, 2017. And we are chugging along. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's a day after the big speech. And you figure it would take the liberals, the media, Democrats, progressives, about a 25, maybe not 25, 16 hours to kind of uh, get their talking point. But they didn't. They tried, but they didn't. So what did they do? They uh, rolled out more Russian hacking stories. It's like the Friday the 13th movies. It really is. It it just never dies. And it all says the exact same thing. Because there's still no evidence whatsoever. And I mean whatsoever that there were um, Ivan Dragos switching up ballots at polling booths or goof stubs or whatever the hell they call these guys, uh, the, the Russian hacking team, switching votes in electronic machines. Because that's what hacking the presidential election is. Telling somebody the truth, revealing somebody's secrets involving one's daughter or yoga (laughs) or, or things of that nature, that's not hacking the election. That's not switching votes. I mean, are you going to tell me that the American people... I mean, just, just think about this for a minute. So, everything the media did to Trump, grab him by the P, uh, you know, uh, girl after girl, every day, CNN put a different girl on to talk about how Trump assaulted them. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. You're going to tell me at the end of the day, the thing that made people overlook that? Emails between Donna Brazil and the Clinton campaign? Or Hillary donors whining about Chelsea being a spoiled brat? Really? (laughs) Really? I mean, seriously, isn't that amazing to you? Because that's what we're talking about. There is absolutely not one shred 
of evidence whatsoever that Russians changed votes. That they had guys with the furry hats that look like Ivan Drago from the Rocky Three or Rocky Four movie. Rocky Four. Had to be correct with my Rocky movie lore. And when the votes came in, they swapped them out. And Gustaver changed all the voting. Not one shred of evidence. Not one shred of evidence. So what we're talking about, whether it was the Russians, whether it was the Germans, I don't, I don't care who it was. I don't care who it was. It was the, Dem- it was the Democrats themselves. It was people from the Bernie Sanders camp, whoever. Personal emails were made public that showed the media colluding with the Clinton camp. The Clinton camp bitching and whining about each other. There was nothing criminal in those emails. It was embarrassing stuff. That didn't alter votes. That didn't alter votes. I get it. Trump is horrible. Trump is evil. Trump talked about Obama's birth certificate for five years and it delegitimized or put a mark on Obama's presidency, because that's really what this is all about. I mean, let's face it. Obama's ego is so big. I mean, he believes, he believes his head should be on Mount Rushmore. And if it wasn't for the fact that Trump Kept the whole birth certificate, Muslim born in Kenya thing going. Which to about 20 to 25 percent of the people in this country. They actually believe that Obama was born in Kenya. And for that simple fact. His presidency has that little mark. Has that little mark. So no matter who you're talking to, the statistics show three out of ten people will say he's a Muslim. He wasn't born here. You know that. And that kills Obama. That kills him. He's carried that around with him for eight years. So I get it. Everything that the Democrats are doing delegitimize Trump to, to give him payback. I, I I get that. I get that. You don't think the stories now tonight 
Rather, it's Jeff Sessions meeting with uh, uh, Sir, the, the Sir, this guy, Sir. It's so funny because this guy was the Russian ambassador. It's not like this, this uh, uh, Serge Kozlyak was some Russian spy. It wasn't like he was the, uh, what was it, the, that TV show, the Americanas or <laughs> the, the Russian spy TV show on FX. This guy's an ambassador. It's a Russian ambassador. He could talk to whoever he wants. So now there's reports that he met with Jeff Sessions in Jeff Sessions' office on Capitol Hill. So again, it's it's not like it was anything nefarious. It's not like Jeff Sessions was creeping around a corner, some uh, Starbucks or Glory Jeans. So this was released tonight. This story on the Washington Post was released tonight. Go figure. Coming off the heels of Trump having this big night. Big night. 43.4 million people watched last night. More than the Oscars. Oscars did 32 million, but according to the Daily Beast, Trump didn't do as good as Obama's first speech to Congress when he did something similar to that back in 09, because back then Obama did 52 million. Huh? Did 52 million. Okay, we get. We get it, Daily Beast. We get it. Clean up your mouth. You can get off your knees now. We get it. We get it, Ashman, Washman, Marlo Stern. We get it. Jesus, wipe your mouth. I'll get you a baby wipe. Just wipe, just wipe it off, okay? Every time you burp, it smells like bleach, Okay? We get it. So coming off the heels of that speech, and the Demo- remember, the Democrats themselves, they got nothing. That's why the media is doing what they're doing, because they're just an extension of the Democrat Party. They're part of the Democrat Party that can actually do something. They could actually shape public perception. Democrats can't. A Democrat can't look a constituent in the eye and say, this is what we stand for. This is what we're going to do. They can't do that. The voters have no faith in the Democrat Party anymore. I mean, sure, 
they'll get their votes. They'll get their lock and step voters as I vote Democrat regardless. Doesn't matter who it is. I pull the lever. But the way our political system is run, doesn't matter if you roll the popular vote. doesn't matter if you have 5 million people or 6 million more people voting for you in California. doesn't matter. Or New York. It matters in Michigan. It matters in Ohio. It matters in Florida. It matters in Wisconsin. It matters in Pennsylvania. And in all of these places, the Democrats have nothing. I mean, you see their rebuttal last night was a former governor, not a up-and-coming rising star of the Democrat Party. It was a former governor of Kentucky. Former governor. Looked like he was doing a commercial for catheters or something. AARP. One of them them old people commercials. With a bunch of people behind him so he could say, me and my friends all suffer from COPD. We all suffer from AFib. No rising star. To put Elizabeth Warren up there. Ow. So what happened today? The media was out in full force. Media is out in full force. They keep pushing the story. The Yemen raid was a failure. Multiple sources. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. Ten sources. Ten sources. Say no intel was gathered from the operation. But yet General Mattis says there was. But according to the media, according to NBC... According to the Washington Post, according to New York Times, their anonymous sources say nothing was gathered. Nothing was gathered. The mission was a complete failure because it was brought to Trump over dinner. And him and Jared Kushner and Steve Bannon... They looked at the plans and went, oh, yeah, so uh, what's going on? Oh, you guys don't have the equipment. You don't have the the proper intel. You guys don't have what you need for the mission. Ah, go anyways. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it just, it, it's ridiculous. So you got that going today. You got a New York Times report going today. 
talking about the Obama administration, knew about Russian hacking. They knew about the ties to people in the Trump campaign. Again, there's no evidence to any of this stuff. I mean, listen, if you legitimately, and, and it's like, oh, my God, it's like going round and round and round and round on this. Tony, it's, it's, it's the Jason and the, and the Halloweens, the Freddy Kruegers. Listen, if you legitimately have evidence, individuals from the Trump campaign, okay, and we're not talking about hearsay and anonymous sources, but if you actually have legitimate Evidence, hard, concrete evidence. Hard, concrete evidence puts Trump officials, and I'm not talking about, uh, you know, a janitor. Talking about the Jared Kushners or the Steve Bannons. You have them engaged with Russian spies, legit Russian counterintelligence, whatever. And you have them conspiring. To do all sorts of nefarious stuff. Then bring it. Let us see it. I mean at some point. Okay. At some point. Like in poker. You got to flip the cards over. You can't just keep going back and forth going. Oh. oh, What do you you think? What do you think I got? You think I got a. Uh, a flood? What do you? What about you? Okay, I'll see you a uh, hundred, and you. Okay, I'll raise you a hundred. Well, I'll I'll see that hundred, and now at some point, okay, somebody's got to flip the cards over. At some point, some point, somebody's got to flip the cards over. So I'm saying, if there is a there, let us see it. But if you're not going to let us see the there, all you're doing is countering any time Trump has something good going on, because the Democrats themselves can't. If every time there's something positive, rather the stock market has a record day, Trump gives a good speech, company comes out and says, we are doing A, B, and C specifically because of Trump. If every time that happens... We hear, 
uh, Russian hacking, uh, Russian official. Listen, at some point, you got to put the cards on the table. Show it to us. I get it. The base loves this stuff. The people that listen to Bill Maher or watch Bill Maher and love Rosie O'Donnell and they, they like Judd Apatow. I get it. They love this stuff. It's like it's like it's like listening to Stairway to Heaven over and over and over. Nobody wants to hear the eighth song on the the third Led Zeppelin record. They want to hear Stay Right Abbott over and over. Give us the hits. But this is wearing. This is wearing on your average voter. That guy that's in Ohio, that woman that's in Pennsylvania. Because at some point they're saying, flip the cards. Flip the cards. Let us see all of this evidence. Let us see all of this evidence. Let us see all of this Russian influence in the Trump administration. Let us see that Trump is a Russian puppet. In fact, Russia is really in control of the White House. Let us see it. The more you hear, rather it's Valerie Jared who's now moving into Obama's house out here in Washington. Eric Holder talking about Obama's almost ready. He's, 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 he's almost ready. Ready? Ready for what are you talking about? Almost ready? Almost ready for what? To go windsurfing? What it? What do you? What do you mean? Almost ready? Coming? He's come. So the more you hear Eric Holder talk about Obama's coming, it's he's ready. Valerie Jarrett moving into Obama's house. All of these holdovers from the Obama administration. Being the ones that are just leaking this information, leaking that information. Talking to their people at the New York Times, the Washington Post. Planting this story, that stuff. Because remember, if you're Glenn Trust at the New York Times, and you're writing a story about the Russian influence In the election, or the Russian ties to the Trump administration. If you're talking to somebody that has an association with the Justice Department or the intelligence community, all you need to 
to write the story. Doesn't matter if the information is false. Doesn't matter if the information is misleading. They have a credential. They're credentialed. Hey, Glenn, I'm Bill Baggins. I used to work in the CIA. I got a story for you. So then Glenn Thrust writes his article. Anonymous source, former intelligence official. He can blindly write that story. And when I say blindly, meaning everything that that person tells them is gospel. Because they have the credentials of the CIA or they have the credentials of the Justice Department. Doesn't matter that they're an Obama appointee, they're a lifetime appointee. Doesn't matter what their political affiliation is. Long as they got that credential, that's good enough for a Glenn Thrust. And you remember the Washington Post, they did that article about uh, the CIA officer who was like, I've worked for the CIA for X amount of years. I never intended to quit until Donald Trump became president. And they later had to basically amend the story and say, oh, by the way, the guy uh, donated to Hillary Clinton's campaign (laughs) thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Hillary's campaign and a, a Democrat action committee. So you have the Trump speech, and now you have Jeff Sessions meeting with Russians. Oh, my God. Oh, no. New York Times article, Obama knew about the leaks and his officials. And and you want to know what's so funny about this? It basically says in this article, in the New York Times article, that what the Obama officials and the Obama administration did is exactly what we on the right have been saying that Obama and his people were doing. The deep state. And the fact that Obama rescinded rules 14 or 15 days before he left office where basically low-level law enforcement agencies could get their hands on top-secret documents, wiretaps. Basically, the concept that information could only go to the highest of high-level security officials, law enforcement, 
highest clearance would be needed to view certain intel. And, of course, the media didn't talk about it. CNN didn't talk about it. MSNBC, none of them talked about it. Only people on the right talked about it. And that was Obama lifting clearance to now 12, 13, 14, just countless agencies can get their hands on Intel documents that previously you had to have the highest clearance of security to see. And, of course, we talked about this. People on the right talked about it. People on the right said Obama and his people did this on purpose. And, of course, we were all called whack jobs, conspiracy theorists. And that's what the New York Times article said. The New York Times article basically said what we've all been saying for weeks now. That Obama and his people basically laid breadcrumbs of different reports and different intel so that a janitor would know. And eventually, all this information would get out. Regardless of how credible the information is, So you hear this, and you realize that Obama lives in Washington, so he he didn't like going to seclusion and paint happy trees like George Bush. And then you find out Valerie Jarrett moved into Obama's house. You find out a lot of these protests, if not all the protests that were popping up at these public and town halls, were paid and bought for by committees that used to be part of Obama. And then if you take it a step further and go, well, what did Obama do before he was the president of the United States and before he was a senator? He was a community organizer. He organized people to bitch and moan. That he did. And then sprinkling Eric Holder and his comments of he's coming. Like like he's like the Jesus. Because you know all the Democrats looked at Obama like he was Jesus. So the second coming. Or would it be the third coming? Either way, put all this together. And slowly but surely, everything that we on the right have been talking about for the last few weeks is getting flushed out to be true. These aren't Alex Jones chemtrail conspiracies. All this stuff is being flushed out to be true.
You go out to dinner, spend time with your kid, your 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 wife, your boyfriend, whatever. Your transgender partner. And he got three stories at night. Three stories. You gotta step on that Trump speech. You gotta step all over that. Because the Democrats sure the hell ain't going to step on it. They got no juice. Juice with uh, Keith Ellison there. Perez. So the media's got to do it. So you got no intel, sources say, from the Yemen raid. New York Times has got the whole Obama Russian hacking information. And now the Washington Post with Jeff Sessions at his secret meetings. Secret meet secret meetings in the Capitol. The Russian ambassador. <gasps> okay. Oh God. It's like, oh, God. And, of course, Kellyanne Conway for day number, what, three with her feet on the couch. Just insane. It's just just insanity. (laughs) It's just just insanity. That's all I'm going to say. Just insanity. <laughs> it's just, it really is. It's just insanity. All right, it's Rob Scary, it's Rob Scary Show. We're going to take a quick break, and I mean quick, and we'll be right back with these words. Yeah. Military 
All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rob Scare. It's Rob Scare Show. Don't forget, you can follow us on uh, Twitter. Yes, you can follow us on Twitter. It is uh, at Rob Scare Show. Go there, and you can uh, follow us and uh, listen to us and all that great stuff. Uh, you can also find us on um, Spreaker. Yes, you can find us on uh, Spreaker. You can also uh, find us on iTunes. So those are all the places that you could go. You can listen to us. You will love us and so forth and so on. All right. Let's discuss uh, CNN. All right. (laughs) Let's discuss CNN right now. It's funny, because remember, liberals are the ones that are all, you know, social justice warriors. Remember last night, they all wore the white coats, all the, the, the women, the, the, the coats and the things. And so you got CNN. Now, CNN is not a news organization. This isn't the CNN from the days of Bernard Shaw. Okay? CNN is not the Ted Turner CNN. All right? CNN today is the Jeff Zucker CNN. They are the CNN, which is the propaganda wing of the Democrat Party. So, the Hollywood Reporter does an article. They do an article on CNN. And on the cover, you have Hack Tapper, Jeff Zucker, Anthony Bourdain, Cameron Bell, and Casey Niesta. I never heard of him, but apparently he's a YouTube star. Apparently he's a big YouTube star. As social justice warriors that Democrats are and 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 CNN being the propaganda arm of Democrats liberals, progressives don't you think it's odd that they would have a cover Depicting five dudes, the words CNN's new war. Man, people that are part of CNN's promotion teams and things of that nature tweeting out the cover. 
saying the future of the media looks like this. Don't you find it a little strange? A little hypocritical? That there's not one woman on that cover? Not one. I mean, if you want it to be all guys, if you want it to be all guys, okay, or at least a guy look, you could have thrown Sally Cohen on there. I mean, one woman. You want that rugged look? I get it. I get it. You don't want to put Dana Bash on there. Or the unhealthy one in the morning. The one who does the show, uh, the New Day show. Kylie or Kyla. The obese lady in the morning. She's not morbidly obese, but she's obese. She's not, she's not slightly chubby. She's obese. So I get it. You want to keep it like a man? What about Sally Cohen? You know, the Rachel Maddow look-alike. Who ripped who off? Who was, who was that first? Was Rachel Maddow Sally Cohen first, or was Sally Cohen Rachel Maddow first? But not one girl on the cover? Woman on the cover? The article's about CNN's digital domination. CNN's new war. Not one woman? Zero. Zero. Not one. Like, isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Maybe a little. A little, maybe? Smidgen? I mean, how many times do Republicans, do do people on the right do something? And rather it's CNN, MSNBC, or every other liberal outlet. They talk about it in the sense of, oh, look at that picture that Paul Ryan took and his staff. Look, they're all men. Oh, look, they're all white. Oh, look, where's the diversity? Where's the women? And this is a news organization. It's a news organization talking about the future of CNN. There's not one woman. Not one. Not one woman. (laughs) That's crazy. That's crazy. But, you know, Liberals get away with this. They really do. They, they just like they were able to give Casey Affleck a Best Actor award, and yet the guy 
sexually assaulted two women. So when you hear liberals go, Donald Trump, all the things that he said, he is sexually assaulted, nah, 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 he's a president, nah, nah. and here's Casey Affleck, straight up doing what Donald Trump just talked about. And he talked about groupies. Remember, never let the media distort what Trump was talking about. He said when you're rich and famous, women will let you do whatever you want. Rich and famous, let. Rich and famous, and let. Let means consent. Okay, remember that. Let. I let you. If I let you do something to me, I'm giving you consent. Trump didn't say when you're rich and famous, women, you, when you're... When you're rich and famous, you can rape women. When you're rich and famous, you can punch a woman in the head, get donkey punch a woman, and rape them. He didn't say that. He said when you're rich and famous, women will let. Okay? Let. Casey Affleck sexually assaulted not just any women, but employees. When he was a director, when he was the boss, he sexually assaulted employees, which makes it even worse than a groupie or just a random woman. I mean, they're both horrible. But somebody that you employ? Because now they're in a situation where they almost to give in to the sexual assault to keep their job. A stranger on the street could just run to the police. Hey, this person sexually assaulted me. But if you're actually paying them and they are supporting their family by you, it gives them pause. When you're asleep in the bed and they come in drunk with an erection and spoon with you as you feel their erection poking you, in your backside. And Hollywood gave him an Oscar. Hollywood gave Casey Affleck an Oscar. And let's not forget, this is the same Hollywood that to this day still works with Roman Polanski. You still have big name stars 
from Alec Baldwin to Jody Foster, who worked with Roman Polanski, an individual who had anal sex with a child, a 13-year-old girl. He drugged, incapacitated her, and had anal sex with her in a hot tub. And these people get on stage and talk about Donald Trump being the most horrible person in the world. CNN. Now you could say, well, Rob, it wasn't CNN's photo shoot. It was the Hollywood Reporter. Okay. Well, CNN could have went, what do you guys want to do? Well, we want to do a... Uh, the, the future of uh, the news and the CNN war and okay, well, uh, like what's what's your vibe? What's your take? Well, we want to have this one guy that nobody's ever heard of, the YouTube star. Oh, okay. And then of course we want to have your boss, Jeff Zucker. Oh yeah, like he's uh, all right. Then we want to have the food guy, you know, the guy who eats tarantulas and a donkey penis. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, of course, we want to have the black guy. You've got to have the black guy. Got to have him. You know, he he does things with the Klan. All right. Uh, and who else? Oh, that's it. Oh, well, mm, uh, what about one of our women? What about Brianna Keeler? What about Dana Bash? About the heavy set obese lady in the morning. I mean, they 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 could have just gave her a rundown. Uh, well, we're not looking. Well, hey, listen. Here's the thing. You can't do a CNN's new war. You can't do uh, a, a piece on us and not put a woman with us. Well, we weren't really gonna go. Well, why? What do you mean you weren't really gonna go for that? You you weren't going for the, well you have to go for it or you just don't want to the Hollywood Reporter are the ones that had control but CNN could have said uh, you, you got to put a woman on here with us all right you got we, we got a lot of women got a lot of good women they break their ass you need to just one that way you got the black guy. You got the 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 Arab guy. You got the woman. And if they really wanted to walk the walk and talk the talk, they would have threw in a homosexual. If they really wanted to walk the walk and talk the talk, you would have had a woman on that cover with them and a homosexual. No homosexual, no woman. Now, are some people talking about it? Sure. But are they outraged to the point of let's burn the building down like they would be 
If it was the right, absolutely not. I mean, that's how they always act. Do you got Sean King or DeVry Mickerson? You know, the Black Lives Matter troublemakers? Because they were all in with Kellyanne Conway putting her feet on a couch in the Oval Office. They were outraged. Can you imagine? Just a, yeah, imagine if this was white generals. Imagine. And here's the whole real irony of this cover and of this sudden Jake Tapper fame. And the Hollywood Reporter even talks about it. And Tapper's been making his rounds on all the night shows. Whether it's Colbert, Seth Meyers. What's the claim to fame? Tapper attacking a woman. Isn't that the the irony of this whole thing? So you got the Hollywood Reporter... Talks about CNN's new war, and they feature no women who work at CNN. Hack Tapper is being paraded on all these talk shows, and his newfound celebrity is all because he attacked Kelly and. Conway. Saturday Night Live featured him being attacked by Kellyanne Conway as a crazy Glenn Close basic instinct stalker rapist. Come on, you got to admit it's kind of funny. Tapper's claim to fame is bullying a woman. Hollywood reporter talking about CNN's new war features no women, all guys. (laughs) That's liberals for you. That's liberals for you. They're the best. And yes, uh, my friend at Vantage Trump, uh, Maddow is Bon Jovi, and Sally Cohen is Winger. They both suck, but one is a total joke. So my question is, my question is, is there another one in there somewhere? Is there another one floating around? Because you got great white. You got it. <laughs> uh, it's Rob's Care. It's Rob's Care Show. We'll be right back after the quick words. And I mean quick. Yeah. Uh. Build the wall that just got 10 feet higher. Yeah. Ten feet strong, build the wall and just got ten feet higher and build and build. 
Remember when we opened the program, we were uh, discussing what the media was doing today because of Trump's speech last night. And when the Democrat Party is so um, limp, can we say that limp? When the Democrat Party is so limp, they need help. Okay, and their blue pill is the media. So. Uh, The big stories tonight were uh, no intel, 10 different sources say no intel uh, was gathered from the Yemen raid. So the general, our general, Mad Dog Mattis, he's lying. Uh, The general's lying. He's a liar. These anonymous sources are correct. The other one was that uh, the Obama administration... Uh, basically laid the breadcrumbs about all this Russian hacking because they knew about it weeks and weeks and weeks uh, before the election. And they wanted everybody in every department to know about it. So they would talk about it and then eventually leak it to the press and so forth and so on. And then thirdly, that Jeff Sessions met with the Russian ambassador, this surge. And, of course, uh, Nancy Pelosi calling for Jeff Sessions' resignation. She was all over MSNBC. He has to resign. He lied to Congress. He lied. He's a liar. He's a liar. So I just seen that. He's a liar. And here's the funny thing. Sessions didn't lie. <laughs> the whole concept that Sessions did not disclose meetings with Russian ambassador. He wasn't asked about uh, meetings with the Russian ambassador. He was asked by... Al Franken, if there was communications between Russia and the Trump campaign. And he said, not to his knowledge, no. He didn't lie. Jeff Sessions is part of the Armed Service Committee. The guy takes meetings with senior ambassadors from Japan, Poland, Canada, Germany. That was what he did. So if Al Franken, and here's the best part, it wasn't a secret. You understand what I'm saying? It wasn't a secret. Like I said in the beginning of our uh, show, Sessions didn't meet with Serge at a corner bistro. He didn't meet with them at a Starbucks. He met with them on Capitol Hill. 
There's records. So everybody on Capitol Hill knew. They knew. This was a game to create this. This was a game to create this. Because if they really wanted the answer, they could have said to Jeff Sessions, hey, have you ever met with anybody from Russia? Have you ever talked with any? And Sessions would have said, well, yeah. I'm part of the armed service. I'm 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 on this committee. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, I've I've met with people. Uh, yeah, and from Germany and from Canada, and I've met with people. And he would have gave a list of different senators because he's not the only one that sits on this. I mean, John McCain just came from Syria. That Kelsey Gillibrand, whatever her name is, the Hawaii, the girl from Hawaii, the congresswoman, she met with Assad. And see, Al Franken didn't ask Sessions that. Al Franken didn't ask him about meetings he took as a senator and as a member of the Armed Service Committee. He didn't. He said, again, anybody from the Trump campaign, because now they're going to try to play this, well, you were part of the Trump campaign. You were a surrogate. So when that question was asked, you should have said, you. You should have said, I. As part of the Trump. So now this will be a story. For like two or three days. And they'll try to get Jeff Sessions to resign. And they'll try to make this sound. With the help of CNN. And they will try to make this sound. Like it's shady. And that Jeff Sessions was conspiring with the Russia. Part is this this surge, this Russian ambassador, Sergei Kezlock. He's all over Washington. He's all over Washington. It's all over Washington. And I guarantee you tomorrow, you'll hear of other senators who have met with surge. Just another game. Another game by the media. And the CNN headline is, Sessions did not disclose meetings with Russian ambassador. Again, like he had secret meetings with a Russian ambassador. The Russian ambassador is exactly what he is, an ambassador. 
who has met with Jeff Sessions and variously <laughs> other people on the Armed Service Committee. And Al Franken knows it. Those Democrats know it. That's why no one asked Sessions directly, did you? Because this would be a story that will run for two or three days. Just remember that. Just remember that. Remember what I said. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari. Show. Be right back with Monica and Bill Clinton. But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. Thank you. Rob Zakari, it's the Rob Zakari Show. You know, it's still funny. It really is to to listen to the liberals again, bitch and moan about Kellyanne Conway and where she put her feet, and the fact that the furniture and that Oval Office is somehow uh, the sacred cow. Somehow, it is the sacred cow. <laughs> and yet, Bill Clinton was ejaculating all over the Oval Office. Like, all over the office. And liberals have the audacity to bitch about somebody's feet. <laughs> I mean, ay, ay, ay. I mean, seriously. Uh, seriously, it, 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 it gets... It, it, it gets tiring, man. It, it really does. It, it does. It gets... Hiring. <sighs> amazing. Seriously, it's, it's, it's just amazing. That's uh, that's all I can say. It's just amazing. <sighs> all right, so. I just wanted to throw that in there because I, I, I still see uh, all sorts of uh, Kellyanne Conway stuff. <laughs> I, I do, where it's like, oh, my God, that, that Cal Penn from uh, Designated Survivor. 
And it kills me because I, I, I love that show. I, it's a great show. I tell you, man, it, 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 the liberals, it's like they're, they're ruining television and, 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 and movies for me. And I, and I got to imagine I'm not the only person that said that before. I got to imagine I'm not the only person, but man, they, they really are. They are ruining <laughs> entertainment because they do stuff like Cal Penn put, you know, uh, mocking Kellyanne Conway again. Talking about a president who ejaculated in a girl's mouth that an intern all over the all over the Oval Office, and here they are acting like the couch in the Oval Office is is you know like a church. I I, I don't know. It's just, uh, I you know I don't know. It's it's, it's just uh, it's insane. But they are they're they're ruining television because I see this and then I hate a Cal Penn and I, I hate like despise Louis C.K. despise Amy Schumer despise Judd Apatow Seth Rogen they run their mouths and then it sours any movie any music, any TV show that they come out with, because all I see when I watch that show, even if they're not in it, all I see is their face. All I hear is their voice. All I remember is their BS fake outrage. And it kills me. It kills me. So I just want to thank them for for ruining TV. Seriously, it's, I just want to thank them for ruining TV for me. <laughs> they're just they're just, they're just they're just they're just killing me. So last night when we did our program, we did the Trump address to Congress. We we broke it down in our own way. You know, there's some hosts that play clip after clip and rewind the clip and play the clip again. And What did he mean? What was so great? Well, that's not us. So we broke it down in our own way. Now, I didn't get to see the Michael Moores. I didn't get to see the Bill Mars because while we were doing our show, they were on MSNBC basically take I, I, okay, you tell me. I say it's taking a big dump on Ryan Owens and his widow. That's what I say. Okay. Michael Moore said Ryan Owens 
His death came as a result of a dinner Trump had with his son-in-law and a political hack. And then the reporting here on NBC News and other networks and papers of how the intelligence community said we got nothing out of this. But then why tonight to say, oh, we got all this treasure trove. Karen Owens was there as a sort of F.U., to the people who are criticizing him for this. And this poor woman, this widow who lost her husband, she is in desperate grief right now and in love with her husband to use that as to put another notch on his belt. And what's he thinking about? My ratings? Record applause? I'm going to get an Emmy for this? Most applause for a dead soldier on my watch. I mean, this is the sickness of this man. I don't know. I would say he took a big dump on this woman. Once again, reiterating the fake news From anonymous sources that nothing came out of this raid in Yemen. Nothing. Once again, dismissing intel and the usefulness of the intel. came from General Mattis. He said it was useful intel. So here's, once again, Michael Moore perpetuating fake news. Talking about this soldier's death came as a result of a dinner. And again, the perpetuation of fake news. We broke this down yesterday, and we broke this down when it happened weeks before. This raid was in the works for months. This raid is not something that happened as a result of a dinner. That's fake news. The raid was planned months before it happened. Remember during the campaign... When everybody laughed and said Trump doesn't know anything about the military, when he says he knows more about war than generals, what's wrong with this guy? He he has to listen to generals. He so he sat there in dinner and he listened to generals, 
and they said, here's the plan. Here's what we're going to do. It's been in the works for X amount of time. The only reason we didn't do it before is we needed to cover. We, we, we did, we, the moonlight could not be kicking. So it was authorized. And to listen to, like, the Michael Moores. And he's doing this whole spiel with Chris Matthews. And Chris Matthews is like, "Uh uh-huh, 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 yeah, uh uh-huh. Yeah, I agree with you, yeah. And to listen to him, listen to Bill Maher, listen to uh, columnists in the Washington Post, Talk about this woman. Talk about what happened last night as being a prop, being tasteless. This woman being used to tell people, F you. All of these things they're saying as if Democrats... have never done anything like this. Democrats have never used a dead soldier or their family to try to win an election, influence Americans, change of perception. I'm telling you, man, Democrats are like the person that smokes and tells you not to smoke. Tells you how bad smoking is while they got a cigarette in their mouth. I mean, you remember the Khan family. I mean, come on, it, it, it was what, a three-week story? What was, what was three weeks, right? Maybe, maybe it was a month. The Khan family. The Democrat National Convention. The father and mother of a dead soldier. Gold Star family. Standing on stage. Waving a pocket constitution, condemning Trump. I mean, last I checked, that was using a dead soldier and his family as a prop. Last time I checked. Hillary Clinton used Gold Star family members in campaign ads condemning Trump. Again, I don't know about you, but last time I checked, that was a prop.
I mean, at least with Trump, it was a celebration. I mean, it was a celebration of this kid's life. His sacrifice for the country. There was no celebration with the Khan family. The father and mother standing up on stage condemning Trump, waving a a, a, a constitution. There's no celebration. It was being part of a campaign. Ultimate prop. Because then the next day, the Khan family made the rounds to all the talk shows. Again, the ultimate prop. And Michael Moore had no problem with that. Bill Maher had no problem with that. The Washington Post had no problem with that. None of them. None of them had a problem with the cons being used as the ultimate political prop. But in front of 43 million, 44 million people last night, a soldier's wife, a soldier's memory being celebrated for a few minutes was the worst thing since Sandy Hook? (laughs) Seriously. From liberals today and Bill Maher and Michael Moore last night, you would act like little five- and six-year-old kids were killed. And then you got to go, wait a minute. I I remember the Khan family. I remember those Hillary ads where you had gold star families talking about Trump, condemning Trump. There go, what alternate universe am I living in? Like, legit, what alternate universe am I living in? This can't be real. This can't be real. This is, it can't be. Just can't be. Absolutely can't be. <laughs> this can't be real. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari show. We'll be right back after these quick, and I mean quick words. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot Just- sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce wow. in my bags, what? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, yes. listen, I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> 
Are you okay. not? No, oh. seriously. Hot sauce. So I've been I've been eating a lot of hot sauce. A lot of. Uh, Raw peppers and hot sauce. That's why you're coughing. You right. might need to slow down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm having a rebellion against it uh, because I think it keeps my immune system strong. Oh. I really do. I think hot sauce is good for you. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. That was one of our favorite, and I mean all-time favorite, Hillary Clinton clips. That's her talking about hot sauce. Hot sauce in her swag bag. That's her trying to be black. It's her trying to be black. President of the United States. Oh, no, my bad. She's not. <laughs> my bad. She's not. You know, now you got to imagine, and I, and I say this because you got to imagine, if we were sitting here talking about a Democrat president. If you're talking about Hillary Clinton right now or Bernie Sanders, and the lead up to that election had uh, business leaders and and you know investment bankers all saying if Hillary Clinton wins, uh, the economy is going to be in a Bernie Sanders wins. Uh, you might as well stock up on on gold because uh, the dollar is going to go to the toilet. The stock market's going to collapse. You're going to need the, the gold. You're going to need gold bullion, okay? You're going to need the little coins when you go out to buy bread and fish and water. If that was being said, and then Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders won, stock market, since the day they were elected, went up almost 3,000 points. It would be a front page story. Every media news channel would be talking about it. There would be panels conveyed on Anderson Cooper and Don Lemon. And they would be highlighting every single investor, every single, uh, you know, know-it-all in the financial world, and the fact that they were so wrong. I mean, it would be on a constant loop. You wouldn't be able to get away from it. But because it's Trump, and more importantly, because it's the right, and we don't control the media, it's buried. I mean, I'll never forget Mark Cuban. And remember... He was a, a surrogate to the point where he was paraded around on CNN and he was paraded around MSNBC. I mean, he was paraded everywhere. Telling everyone, listen, I'm a billionaire. I am a, a, a multi, multi-billionaire. 
And I also have an NBA championship. And I'm telling you that if Donald Trump is elected president before he takes office, the stock market is going to crash. Businesses are going to go out of business. You're going to have to get all the gold you can because that's all you're going to be able to use to buy diapers, formula, and bread. And he was paraded around everywhere. Everywhere. So that your low-information voter or your casual news watcher would go, oh, man, you know, I make 45000 a year. I, I'm, I'm barely getting by. This guy's a billionaire. Matter of fact, I, 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 love, I love his team. I, I love basketball. I, and if he's saying, if I vote for Trump, I'm going to be homeless? I'm going to have to use gold to buy bread? I don't own gold. Oh, my God. I don't even know how to go out and buy gold. I guess I could. I guess I could. Go online or, or those ads or they're saying they'll sell me gold coin. I, won't, I don't know. And here we are today. The Dow hit 21,000. First time in history. The market was up 300 points. And since Trump won the election, the stock market is up 2,700 points. Now, I'm telling you this also experience. Okay? I experienced this. My old man, 79 years old, love him dearly, diehard liberal. Diehard liberal. Okay? Like, die hard liberal. And he would tell me, I'm just worried about my stocks. I'm just, you know, I vote with my interest. Okay? Yeah, there is some things that I agree with in Trump. But the last eight years under Obama, I have made a boatload of money. During... Bush, that bastard, I lost almost a million dollars. Now, of course, I didn't really lose it because I didn't sell my stocks. But at one point, talking a million dollars. Jesus Christ, Rob. Stock market was at 8,000. Actually, it was at 6,000. Yes, so... All I know is a Republican president, bad. And you hear what they're saying with Trump and his, this trade here with trade. It could be worse than when Bush was president. Okay. So that's what I heard from my dad.
And the other day, I said, Dad, what happened? What's going on? Yeah, well, this big rally, I don't have any of those stocks. <laughs> I go, what I go, I go, but you're the one that told me that the market was going to crash. Yeah, well, the big rallies aren't with my stocks. I got a bunch of tech stocks. and <laughs> I go, well, okay, Jesus Christ, you're like the, the ultimate liberal. You told me that the market was going to crash. Well, okay. Well, well, I I was wrong. (laughs) Okay. All right. You were wrong. Telling you, if Hillary Clinton won the election, or Bernie Sanders won the election, three months, all we heard was that if they won the minute, those votes were cast, and CNN called the election for them. There would be Armageddon. It would be like the purge. The markets would crash. People would be jumping out windows. And if you had Larry Cutlow and all these other right-wing uh, you know, financial guys. Rick Santilli. Get all these guys screaming from the rooftops. Hillary wins. It's disaster. Bernie Sanders does that. And the stock market hit twenty-one thousand. Oh, that's all the story would be today. To all the story would be today. Bill Clinton could be having sex with seven girls in the Oval Office. They Huma Abinin catching the loads from every single just wouldn't matter. People be like, huh, look at the stock market. Pfft. Mic drop. All you conservatives, losers, losers, epic failures, epic fa- No. Ah. Instead, Attorney General Jeff Sessions met with Russian officials. No, he didn't. He, he, he didn't. He met with a Russian ambassador who a lot of people met with. And he was never asked directly, did you ever meet with the Russian ambassador? Al Franken purposely worded the question to be, do you know if any of Trump's advisors uh, met with uh, any uh, uh, Russian officials? Sessions was like, no. (laughs) No. Franken, they all knew Sessions met with the Russian ambassador, just like he met. With various other ambassadors, they all knew it. That was their, all right, now we'll wait. We'll wait. Big firestorm when we need to. Oh, Trump had this great speech, and you got all the liberal media like Seth Meyers and everybody going, don't get fooled, don't get fooled, don't, don't you guys get fooled. He's really a jerk. And then boom. 
I mean, that's tonight. That's all it's been. Russians, Russians, Russians. Jeff Sessions, Russians. Russians, Jeff Sessions. That's all. That is it. Like I said, it's, it's, the, it's the Michael Myers, Halloween, uh, uh, Freddy Krueger. It's just, it's just going to keep going. It's just going to keep going. And at some point, I'll say it again, like we said in our first hour, some point, you've got to put the cards on the table. At some point, you got to put the cards on the table. At some point, the media, the liberals, the Democrats are going to lose anybody that they hoped to convert by not putting the cards on the table. At some point, you got to put the cards on the table. At some point, you got to go from I call, I see, I raise to, okay, here, I got a, a full house. What do you got? You got many, many days, many, many months, and many years. I would say four years is many. At some point, those people you're hoping to convert in Pennsylvania, in Ohio, because remember, that's all we're talking about. We ain't talking about California. The five million jerk-offs that are out here, that were the difference of Trump winning California, are never going to convert, okay? It really is la-la land out here. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The five million, it doesn't matter. Super jerk-offs, doesn't matter. Eventually, the Pennsylvanians, the Ohioans, the Floridians, or Floridians, Eventually, those people that are going to decide in 2020, hmm, do I vote for Trump again or do I vote for Elizabeth Warren or Cory Booker or the guy from AARP last night? At some point, those people going to say to the media, show us, show us your Cards. Don't don't give us innuendo, okay? Show us the cards. Show us. Oh, you have wiretaps. You have wiretaps of Kellyanne Conway talking with Vladimir Putin's Kellyanne Conway, whoever that would be, Spitzvana. Oh, you got, okay, let's hear them. I mean, you notice you never, ever got to see the transcripts or hear the audio of Flynn talking with the Russian ambassador. Why? Because there was nothing there. All we got was a reporter from the Washington Post. And, of course, you have to believe them. We never got, we never got legit facts. Just a bunch of innuendo, just a bunch of anonymous sources. Listen, if there's a smoking gun, I'll be the first one 
Like I told you guys before. I don't care if Arnold Schwarzenegger was the president. As long as Democrats slash Hillary Clinton slash Bernie Sanders slash as long as Democrats don't control the White House, I didn't really give a crap. Nor do I really give a crap. Now, am I a Trump supporter? Sure. But if tomorrow Trump said, I quit. All right, you got Mike Pence. <laughs> you got Mike Pence. And you've got, uh, you've got Democrat policy. That is gone. You got judges that are conservatives to a hundred plus positions that are open now. Liberalism, progressive, they're it's dead. Dead. So that's all that matters to me. All that matters to me is there's no Democrat in the White House. I never have to see George Clooney with his mouth open, hanging out in the Rose Garden. I don't get that. I, I don't have to see Jay-Z. I don't have to see Beyonce. I get to see liberals light their hair on fire every day. For me, it's like having sex every day. For me, it's masturbating every day. I feel like I did when I was 12 years old, and I masturbated for the first time, and I thought I had a disease, or I thought I, 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 I broke something. I thought I broke my penis. I had this feeling. Something came out, and I went, oh, my God. God, what happened? I'm, I, I, oh my, I'm going to have to go to the doctor. Am I weird? I'm going to have to go tell my mom something bad. I don't know. That's what it feels like. Every day I wake up and I go, ah, no liberals. No liberals anywhere. No liberals anywhere. <laughs> no liberals anywhere. I love it. I love it. And on top of no liberals anywhere, when you see the liberals, they're crying. They're crying. <laughs> Which makes it even better. So in the, I don't care. There's just no liberals, no Democrats, no celebrities wandering around the White House. But at some point, the media and the liberals are going to have to show their cards. Because mark my words, what you're going to find out tomorrow is Serge, the Russian ambassador, didn't just meet with Jeff Sessions. He met with a bunch of other senators. Because that's what ambassadors do and that's what senators do. Especially if they're on the armed service committees. So now tomorrow, you're going to hear of other senators 
who met with Surge. And then you're going to watch, and this is how you're going to know that there is no there, there. Because you're going to watch people dissect Al Franken's question to Jeff Sessions. That's how you know there's no there, there. Because if there was a there, they would produce smoking guns. Instead, they're going to say, you lied. You lied. And Jeff Sessions and his people are going to go, you never asked me. You didn't ask me. I met with the Russian ambassador along with other ambassadors. That's my job. If you would have said, did you ever meet with the Russian ambassador? I would have said, yeah. But you didn't. You said, do you know Trump officials met with Russian officials? And I said, no. Well, you're a Trump. No, what are you talking? I'm not a Trump. I'm a senator. I'm a senator who's been in cop for 20 plus years, you a-hole. And mark my words, that's going to be the debate tomorrow. And that's how you know there's no there. Because they're going to try to get the there with wordplay. It's going to be all about wordplay tomorrow. That's how you know there's no there. That's why you're never going to see transcripts from Flynn and the Russian ambassador. Because if everybody heard these transcripts or read the transcripts, they would go, where's the there? Where's this colluding? Where's the collusion with the Russians like we read the collusion with CNN and the Clinton campaign? That's collusion. Reading CNN employees talking to the Clinton campaign saying, you're a TV star. Yeah, that's collusion. That's a there, there. When the Clinton staff is saying, hey, man, uh, Dan Mercer, he's one of our, our friends and allies. I just got to get him the information and. You know, he'll get it. Go- That's a there, there. There needs to be a there, there between Steve Bannon, Kellyanne Conway, the Trump kids, of them talking to Vladimir Putin's right hand man about hacking, about money to the camp. There needs to be there, theirs. I'm telling you, trust me, the people in Ohio and Michigan, they're going to want to see it. They're going to want to see it. Before they vote for a Democrat, they're going to want to see the there, there. And if the media can't produce a there, there, They're done. Done.
I would love to see the information. I would love to see the evidence. And I've said it before. If there was a there there, it would already be out. If there was a smoking gun, it would already be out. If there was a smoking gun that would get Trump impeached, that would get him thrown out of office, it would already be there. It's not like they're waiting. Oh, we'll, we'll wait for, uh, 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 you know, we'll, we'll wait for another Supreme Court nominee. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, we'll wait for more uh, lifetime appointments. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what we'll do. No. We'd already been out. Like I said, it would have already been out when they were trying to flip electorates before they did the official Donald Trump wins 306 electoral votes and Hillary Clinton. It would have came out then. Hollywood, the media was pushing for people to flip their votes then. And as the New York Times reports, the Obama administration knew then that there was all this Russian hacking. So if there was a smoking gun, it would have came out then. Because that smoking gun, the Russian smoking gun, would have 100% got 30 people to flip. And there wouldn't have been an uprising in the country. If there was a smoking gun, it would have been presented three, four, five, six days before the electoral vote confirmation. The media would have hammered it home. It would have been covered 24-7. And then when they went to confirm the Electoral College, those 30 people would have flipped. And people would have been, yeah, I get it. Now, are you guys going to arrest Trump and his people for treason? But it didn't happen because there's no smoking gun. There's nothing. Absolutely nothing. Mark my words tomorrow. I'm telling you guys, mark my words tomorrow. Jeff Sessions is not going to resign. There is no there there. And you're going to see all sorts of pushback. You watch. Mark my words. And on a side note, I wish somebody in the Republican Party would walk up to John McCain and kick him right in his ding-dong. 
closing out the program. Him and Lindsey Graham did a, a town hall tonight. Why? First off, listen. We always made jokes about a boyfriend and girlfriend, Lindsey and, 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 and John. We always made jokes. Come on, man. Come on. Did you ever see that show on Netflix? Frank, Gracie and Frankie, or, or, or Gracie, the Lily Tomlin and uh, uh, Jane Fonda. On. So bad. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you got you got to check it out. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> there it is. Gracie and Frankie. Okay, it's about two women whose husbands tell them that they've been closeted homosexuals for, I don't know, 20, 25 years, and that they've been banging each other. And they are now going to leave them so that they could go and marry each other. And Martin Sheen is in the, uh, is in the, uh, he's, he's Jane Fonda's husband. And the guy from, uh, was it Law and Order? Sam Waterston. He's uh, Lily Tomlin's husband. That's John McCain and Lindsey Graham. Except Lindsey doesn't have a wife. He's never had a wife. He's like lived with his sister. Guy's 70 years old. No girlfriend, no wife, no kids. And these two are doing town hall. They're Republicans doing town halls bashing the Republican president. What the F is going on? (laughs) What the F is going on? I'm telling you, Every day, it's an alternate universe. It's an alternate reality. Okay? I got to call Alex Jones. I think that the concept of, of, of whatever's in our water, or the, the government, some entity is poisoning our water, and we're all hallucinating. We are hallucinating. This isn't real. It's, a, it's just an alternate reality. It's an alternate reality. That's all I'm saying. It's an alternate reality. (laughs) John McCain, Republicans, going after a Republican president. Doing the Grace and Frankie shtick on CNN with Dana Bash. The one who was dancing with champagne with Wolf Blitzer when Hillary Clinton got the nomination. <laughs> I don't know, man. Ay, ay, ay. Ah, and I know, and, and we've talked about this before, McCain already won re-election, so McCain, it doesn't matter for him. He's going to die. He's going to be like Strom Thurmond. He's going to die in the Senate. Like he's going he's gonna to die while he's still in office. 
He's in it, so he don't care. He don't he don't care. His constituents and Arizona, what are they gonna do? He's like f you, and he despises Trump. Has nothing to do with policy. Has nothing to do with policy. Trump did what McCain failed at doing. Never forget that. It's not policy with McCain. And it's not even the war hero thing. Trump did what McCain failed at. Twice. Remember, McCain got his ass kicked by Bush Jr. And he looked at Bush Jr. as a joke. Here he is, the war hero, senator, tough guy. And here's W. Duh. My daddy gave me everything I needed. So he looked at him like, oh, God. I got this locked. And what happened? He got his ass kicked. He got his ass kicked. So eight years later, he's like, oh, now I definitely got it. I de- who, do, who, who are the Democrats going to run? Who do they got? And all of a sudden, it's Obama. He's like, Tom, the black guy? Oh, oh. This is a this is a slam dunk. I'm running against a black guy. I forget about it. I'm, this is a this is a cakewalk. I'm gonna do the black who that no America's not gonna vote for a black guy as president. Even a half black guy ain't gonna happen. And then he even gets the woman to run. He's like, oh, I'm, this is easy. He gets that bounce out of the convention. He's sitting there looking at himself in the mirror. President McCain, yeah, yeah. Big fat daughter's like, daddy, you're going to be the president finally. I'm so excited. Cindy McCain, she's all loaded, popping her pills, drinking. Yeah, baby. I'm going to be the president. And all of a sudden, the media is like, all right, uh, yeah, Sarah. Can you see Russia? You all, you know with the rest. And McCain watched this for sure lock on the presidency go right down the drain. And he got his ass hammered by the black guy. So what happens? What happens? His boyfriend runs. Here comes the foul mouth Rodney Dangerfield character from back to school in Caddyshack. Hey, did somebody sit on a duck? Hey, grabbing pussy over here. Hey, oh, and he wins. He effing wins. He wins. There's John McCain, two-time loser. <laughs> That's why he hates. It has nothing to do with policy. Absolutely nothing to do with policy. 
all those establishment guys. Trump could uh, Trump. I I I've said this before. Trump could find the bones of Jesus Christ. Of, say he could he could find the bones, grab the bones because they haven't disintegrated because he's Jesus. He gets the bones. Now all the non-believers are like, oh my God, Jesus is real. God is real. Thank you, Donald Trump. All the Christian fundamentalists, everybody, everybody that loves Jesus, rah, rah, rah. They'd be like, oh my God, you establishment types, the McCains, the Grams, would still despise Trump because he's still the guy, okay, who eats uh, Big Macs, farts, uh, talks about his junk, bangs the hot chicks, uh, impersonates uh, uh, a PR. He, he is just the opposite of what they have all just programmed their lives for. The majority of these establishment types, from the time they got to college, from, from the time they graduated with their political science degree or their law degree, and they went into politics, it, it's been about, all right, curse, I can't call somebody a mukaka. Uh, okay, I got, I got to be a, a, a legislature. Okay, then I got to be a, 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 I don't know, a governor, whatever. They got to work the ranks. And then, and then if, I, if, I, if I don't call people mukakas, if I don't have any illegitimate children, if I don't get caught in a bathroom getting head from a, a, a dude, when I'm 68 years old, I'll be able to run for president. That's their lives. That's their lives. That is what their lives are built on. And here comes a guy from New York. Of all places. And he's like, what? what? I can't do that? Why? Because well, that's, you, you've never held elected up. So? Well, you, you can't, you can't say, I can't say what? I can't say the F word? Yeah. Well, I just did. Now what? Well, okay, well, you can't, you can't, I can, I can do whatever I want. You jerk off, and I'm going to win. And he won. So no matter how great Trump gives his speeches, no, no, matter, no matter what happens, they are always going to go after him. They're always going to go after him. I mean, just with this budget, he's talking about slashing government. And you got people like Lindsey Graham going, oh, that's, nope, that'll never happen. Aren't you supposed to be a Republican that's all about small government? So here's your president. Here's your Republican president going, we've got to have small government. Nope. No, that's dead on arrival. Why is it dead on arrival? I want to slash the State Department. Nope. I want to slash foreign aid to, like, Zimbabwe. Nope. Okay, so what happened to the smaller government? Insanity. It's insanity. 
Just remember that. It's insanity. And this is what we're in for for the next however long. Russians hacking with no evidence. Uh, Jake Tapper making his rounds. (laughs) CNN, uh, you know, constantly. (sighs) It is what it is. All right, it's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. Listen to me, you guys. We're out of here. You're the best. You're the greatest in the world. Um, We're going to see you guys tomorrow. Well, you're not, I'm not going to see you. You're going to see me. Okay? You're going to see me. And we're going to have another conversation. And mark my words, everything I'm talking about with Jeff Sessions and the Russian hacking and the secret meetings, you watch what happens tomorrow. So make sure you're here tomorrow at 7 p.m. West Coast time. That's 10 p.m. East Coast time, 9 p.m. Texas time. So be here. It's Rob Zakari. Don't forget, you can listen to us on Blog Talk Radio. You can listen to us on Spreaker. You can listen to us on iTunes. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio. You can listen to us everywhere. It's not on AM radio. Well, kind of. <laughs> okay. And not on the blaze. We're not on the blaze, damn it. All right. We're not on the blaze. Maybe one day we'll be on the blaze. Can hang out with Glenn Beck. <laughs> Anyways, be here tomorrow. You guys are the best. You guys are the just, I don't know, the greatest in the world. Elizabeth Warren. We need Attorney General Jeff Sessions, who should have never been confirmed in the break, to resign. We need it now. Resign. It's a simple question. Have you been in contact with anyone connected to any part of the Russian government about the 2016 election? Telling you it's going to be wordplay tomorrow. Watch. Watch. Mark my words. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. You guys are the best. You guys are phenomenal. See you tomorrow. Be good. Be strong. All right? Be strong.